Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiki. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You'll also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. Our next guest in our special for the month of March featuring women who've worked in tech, Shobha CS, founder director of the 10th Cinema Film School, is a multifaceted personality who has had a career dotted with myriad experiences from starting out as a physics graduate and entering the world of software development where she worked with unique initiatives such as the Bangalore Software Process Improvement Network or BSpin and knowledge management special interest groups. to running knowledge management and software quality engineering practices in the organizations she worked at shobha then talks about her transition to working in the space of skill development and into cinema she also shares her thoughts on the future of education how people and women in particular can use theater as a means of confidence building and having their voices heard to a message for women on how to add color in their lives listen on Good morning Shobha it's very nice to have you on the software people stories a very warm welcome to you very good morning chitra it's nice to be talking to you thank you thank you shobha so we usually start by asking our guests to introduce themselves to our listeners how would you like to introduce yourself i'm a south indian girl <clears throat> born and brought up in karnataka speaking kannada uh, as a mother tongue I did my masters in uh, physics from Mysore University then I joined software uh, with Kirloskar computers then I worked in IT industry for about 23 years working in different companies uh, in different roles my last job was with HCL Pero Systems which became Pero Systems and then Dell Systems so I worked in the area of software development and project management for about 10 years then um, next 13 years I worked in uh, software quality and then uh, knowledge management and training in last couple of years briefly that's my my journey in IT area uh, after I quit my job I wanted to work in a space of uh, you know skill development I worked with a, a company called India Can in skill building for a couple of years which had courses like broadcast journalism post graduation diploma in collaboration with NDTV i started uh, my own organization rather me and my husband started together it's called tent cinema uh, it's a film school we train students in different aspects of filmmaking like acting script direction cinematography editing and so on from software right now i'm in a moved on to a creative field and i'm very much enjoying what i am doing i guess that's a brief introduction about me thank you shobha sounds like an amazing journey i can see many questions coming up in the course of this conversation moving from software development to creativity so i am wondering if we can just start with that where you said you know in the first 10 years you were in the area of software development so what did you find in terms of creativity that helped you in either the processes or in the creation of software and what were some of the lessons that you learned or you took away from those 10 years in software development 
well uh, from the childhood i had a habit of uh, reading books i read lot of fiction lot of kannada literature and a little bit of english literature i was very open minded and i would also enjoy different forms of art like going to a play or watching a good film and so on so i always had this habit of you know spending good amount of time in my life on these uh, aspects so when i joined software of course you know you work on a very <clears throat> intense uh, timelines and uh, you know deadlines and so on but always in my mind i had a feeling that you know the work is not 100% of my life i mean i would spend good amount of my energetic time in the work and i would really enjoy doing it and i would uh, you know be committed to it but i always felt you know there is other aspects of life also in a way that kept me to balance my mind so sometimes you know when you uh, feel not so good about what you are doing or you know stressed out at a few moments then i would always fall back on the other aspects to pull up myself you know to get more motivated so for example if i watch a very good play in rangashankara you know if i really enjoyed i would always feel i can get motivated say for next one or two weeks just you know that experience of watching that play and that would give me a lot of uh, you know strength to move on likewise if i like my you know work if that is giving me a high at that point of time so i would if rest of my life if i have something low then i would you know bounce back from that strength so always i felt you know having different interests help me to you know continue to balance myself and continue to hold my interest and enthusiasm level uh, most of the time you know having an open minded approach with the creativity maybe like you know seeing there lot of experiments lot of innovation lot of new thinking i was always very open minded about new things and also very enthusiastic so handling change management was in a way easy for me because i was very open minded to accept new things and you know look forward to what that change you know gives me an opportunity to explore myself better so i guess that way you know having this uh, cultural hobbies or interests in my life always help me to manage my life in totality much better in terms of working uh, with technology i always uh, you know wanted to learn you know from others experience and you know others knowledge as well because every experience and knowledge we cannot have it in our own uh, timeline so i was very open to that and i was part of many benchmarking groups when i was working there uh, whether it's a, you know it's called b spin which is a you know bangalore software benchmarking organization or i was also part of the knowledge management special interest group so i was very regular with these meetings and i was very enthusiastic to go and attend and then really learn from that i learned lot of new ideas new concepts from these meetings and i was able to also implement many of these ideas in my organization that gave me an opportunity to look at different perspectives of the same kind of work what we were doing it that gave me many new ideas and try different things you know or look at things in a different way so i always felt uh, connecting with people doing the same thing in different places different organizations or different communities would always help us to you know do our job much better
So thank you, Shobha, for sharing those insights. What I had heard from several of the early contributors to Bspin were some of the challenges that they faced while trying to encourage companies to contribute data so that benchmarking could be done or perhaps a baseline could be drawn. What did you experience from having to convince companies to part with that information and share it with the larger community? And how did that all come together? I think one is having developing a trust with the community. So we didn't start a data sharing and benchmarking from day one. So initially when we started the group, it was more of sharing our experiences, knowledge and any special initiatives that we have done. So once we are able to connect, understand each other pretty well, understand what is our uh, objectives, you know, pretty well. So then we came with this idea of, uh, you know, data sharing. Of course, we had the non-disclosure agreement and, uh, you know, also we would share a sample data, you know, not giving exactly the client information and so on. And also we had a method wherein, you know, how we actually share the data and use the data. So we had a lot of guidelines about it. So that made us pretty confident to share the data and then, you know, come out with the lot of benchmark analysis and so on. I think very important thing was to have a common vision, objectives and trust within the community that will help us to do this exercise. Of late, uh, people sort of forget that having a common objective or that common North Star, as we call it, is so important and so vital in actually getting any kind of community rallied around a specific objective or a purpose. What are your experiences from having to set those kind of goals for people to, to come together and either solve a problem or you know, work towards a common purpose? Uh, I was involved with many initiatives uh, in my organization. I think one is uh, when you want to bring in a change, look at the change or a new thing that we are trying to bring in. Give it a lot of thought to make sure that these ideas you know, make sense, they're relevant, they will benefit the organization. So do a lot of thinking before we come out with these ideas. And then once we want to implement these ideas, take it to the people. So we need to have a proper plan in terms of sharing the overall plan with the people and then sharing them the benefit of coming out with these, uh, you know, objectives. And then we have to get all these stakeholders involved and give them the right amount of, uh, you know, the time or uh, any other things that are required to implement this. So we need to understand their, uh, that they're all working in their own projects and uh, uh, having their own deadlines and how, how would they find time to do it or what would motivate them to do it. So we did a lot of things, uh, especially in the area of knowledge management as contests in my previous organization. So there would we would kind of set in a competitive spirit in the organization. That would, you know, motivate a lot of people to come out with the sharing of the knowledge so a lot of times you know uh, people would be doing you know very challenging work uh, assignments and they would gain a lot of knowledge given a right platform i think they would like to share that knowledge and that knowledge to be uh, acknowledged recognized and rewarded that's how we went about you know implementing some of the initiatives so we have to give attention to the people respect them respect their knowledge and then 
give them a right platform there is a visibility of their contribution and then also make them understand how this knowledge will be you know utilized if there is a well right intention and they are sure that this will help i think people come forward to do it so sometimes some of the initiatives in the organizations you know they they start but uh, there is no actual benefit of doing it or it's not really taken to the closure to get the you know right amount of uh, implementation so i think once people know that that's been really useful i think people would like to share it and contribute to the initiative thanks shobha in fact my next question to you is on knowledge management so different people have very different perspectives of knowledge management and organizations have had different approaches to whether it is consolidating a common pool of shared knowledge for the greater benefit of the organization or even try it make it accessible to all in the form of a simple internal wikipedia like reference what have been some of your takeaways from your experience in knowledge management what would you like to share with our listeners especially for people who would like to look at knowledge management as an area of work see knowledge management always uh, for people to contribute it becomes an additional ep- effort and time from their perspective apart from what they are doing so it really needs lot of motivation one is to come out with very innovative way of how do you want to how do you want the knowledge to be shared one is in terms of systems smart systems where you know it's very easy to use and then you know uh, how people can you know share the knowledge as you know as easily as possible and also giving them lot of recognition and platforms to showcase their knowledge also as i said earlier uh, any kind of competitive uh, spirit you we can generate within an organization that would also help especially if uh, you know you get this approach top down wherein uh, senior management is uh, very much part of this initiative they do get involved in the entire process so that would make it these initiatives go deeper into the organization we also need to understand that we have to give them some kind of incentives or some kind of different way of sharing the knowledge uh, for example uh, we did some initiative called kfs where you know every project will have a you know their own space uh, and then uh, they would share a knowledge and then you know there would be a you know some prizes for uh, the projects which can share knowledge in a more uh, you know meaningful or a different kind of way that would really motivate the teams to come out and you know put up their own way the you know the project desks to share the knowledge with the people inherently i think we all like to share what we know it's just that uh, giving that kind of space and importance that would make it work so the process has to be very interesting uh, the process has to be very easy to do it and the process has to be rewarding uh, i think that that's when the knowledge management initiatives will work good thought shobha i'm sure our listeners will find something helpful out there for them to refer to and which is also perhaps some of the intent behind the software people stories is what is it that people can pick up in terms of small little nuggets from people who've been there done that and you know can share something of what uh, their takeaways have been or what their experiences have been so to that uh, you said you spent some time in quality and quality engineering 
what are yes. some of the lessons that you would take away from those experiences well i worked a lot in the area of software quality management i did lot of de- defining these software processes uh, mapping them to various standards like cmm cmmi iso 9001 and pcmm and different uh, other standards so a lot of times people find following process is a kind of hurdle or a bottleneck or it takes a lot of a lot of their time one is to make these processes as light and as convenient as possible end of the day that process has to help people in their own work so that is one thing give them right amount of training so that they understand why this is really required the training and then making the processes very lightweight again kind of making people part of you know reviewing this or auditing this will also help them to get their get their buy in so we have to get them involved in uh, you know all the activities that happens in the entire process it should not be like quality team defines everything and takes it to the people it should be from day one we have to get all the stakeholders involved in the entire process a lot of the inputs and ideas should come from them in the entire process i think that's when when they see their own ideas uh, you know which are being implemented in the process steps that's when they find value in that and i think they would following the process or you know having a discipline in terms of that will happen you know at least much better than otherwise thanks shobha i liked what you said in terms of making processes light and convenient completely understand that most people think of them as a hurdle and bottlenecks and something that weighs heavy and you know not my issue but something that the organization wants how was your transition from you know working in the corporate world to moving into the space of skill development and then on to cinema what was that journey like i was handling quality knowledge management and training in my last job so that way moving into skill development was in a way a natural transition for me since i had done this before but definitely doing on my own is very different it took some time initially because uh, when you work in an organization so you have you know a lot of teams uh, you know you have uh, like hr recruitment finance and here we are everything i'm trying to do on myself even you know giving an offer letters to somebody i had to sit and draft the entire you know the letter and you know do things on my own so it was a little unsettling in the beginning you know that you are doing at a much smaller scale and uh, with less people and taking a lot of things on myself but then you know once you start doing it you kind of uh, get along and also the fact that it's happening as uh, the speed and everything as per my wish and uh, you know it is going at a pace that i would like it to happen also gave me a lot of freedom in terms of my own time and space once you start doing things i think uh, you know the best feeling is when you see uh, people developing these skills and then you know getting into some good jobs or you know positions and then when they come back and share their stories so that's when i feel really ni- nice about it 
so definitely it was a lot of hard work and you know unsettling and uh, different feeling i think once it went into a, a steady phase i could uh, enjoy it much more it was very gratifying to see that i'm able to set up this team and this vision and then we are able to support many you know students in this uh, area especially my experience with you know this film institute last uh, few years has been very rewarding it's very it's very creative uh, field so i'm kind of you know i used to do like a lot of software audits and be part of the management reviews and you know driving the various processes uh, uh, you know all that but here you know we are kind of finding out a play for our next production we are looking for a script for our short films and we are looking out for a uh, scouting for a location for our short films or you know identifying the actors looking at sets and props and you know somebody to bring in music and so on so it's very in a way it's very liberating very you know satisfying even though we keep doing the repeating the same courses every course in a way based on the you know output of what we do every course uh, brings in lot of new aspects and i also work with lot of creative people in the industry so lot of kannada film uh, directors music directors script writers cinematographers come and teach in our institute talking to them interacting with them designing the courses and you know seeing that implemented is a is a very nice experience uh, for me it doesn't so much look like work you know to me now it's a very easy very interesting uh, you know to get up and go to work every day and uh, manage various courses and you know uh, marketing on these courses and seeing uh, what projects our students are doing and uh, you know whatever upgrading the infrastructure looking at all these things it's it's very nice nice feeling uh, i would also like to state that my work in corporate world helped me to manage you know an institute like this in terms of its operation so even though the content is very different here but my experience of you know the course creation you know how do you make it interesting how do you make it more practical how do you bring in the actual experience how do you you know improve from course to course and you know what are the knowledge management aspects you can bring it here what are the process changes you can do it so it's all going in my head internally you know when i run this uh, institute and i think this my corporate knowledge really helped me to continue running this uh, small little organization that we have and it's it's very rewarding it's very very interesting as well thank you shobha i love the way you've tied in everything it almost seems like your life in some sense has come a full circle where you've managed to learn and leverage and transition to so many different kinds of jobs i'm sure many of our listeners will find it very inspiring my next question to you is uh, actually i have two questions and the first one is on education itself i see a connect between what you talked about in terms of creating different curricula outside of mainstream education and your best feeling coming in terms of you know seeing people develop those skills and actually find gainful employment so what do you think uh, the future of education could be 
that's the first question and once you finish that i will ask my second one well in terms of future education i think one is uh, each student has to really find what they like about it today's younger generation they are very you know aware of what they like what they don't like it is best the students choose what they like and uh, you know do it a lot of our uh, students uh, in fact in our weekend courses come from uh, software background so a lot of software engineers do join our weekend acting courses and when i hear their stories most of them say uh, they had this uh, interest uh, in terms of acting but uh, they were not allowed to continue after their school days or whatever so they had to they were kind of pushed in to do engineering get the jobs now once they are kind of settled down in their jobs so they wanted to explore their own interests and that's how most of them come and join our courses i think uh, future education should should be more like you find pretty early what you like and you know get in there so that like when you are you know in in your 20s you are really able to find your mark and you're you've done already a substantial you know work in that area uh, for example we have a student who joined filmmaking course at the age of 17 and in 3 years uh, he is just 20 and uh, he's already done cinematography for a film and he's done a lot of shoot for the you know music videos and photo shoots and worked in a lot of films so i guess by 25 he would have had such an immense experience in this area i think it's not really required to study you know multiple subjects different things uh, students would love probably studying less subjects but what they like and really become uh, masters in that i think those students who can do it will will be able to really accomplish a uh, lot of things i think we should start getting into specializations much early in their uh, education system and then you know learn go much deeper in those areas which they like i think that's what makes them have lot of success in their life because these days people don't want to wait for a long period of time to reach 40s and uh, get their peak in terms of the career opportunities so and also the education institutes have to offer those kind of courses where they can start early and then go deep dive into those areas and then they are able to pick up the knowledge pretty well and also in terms of practicality of the knowledge they are able to jump into the work nice shobha this is a really interesting outlook toward education and perhaps how to encourage children i hope there are a lot of parents amidst our listeners who can listen to some of these thoughts So my second question in line with perhaps what you're doing now was a thought that came around to me as this conversation was happening and when I had met you earlier and I was telling you that these series of episodes that we're trying to put together around women's day you know a lot of women say that they're not very confident or rather lack the confidence to stand up and actually speak out and give shape to their ideas and share them with a wider community of people and i was just thinking you know things like cinema and acting and theater are powerful mediums through which it can help people and especially women find their voices would you have any thoughts on these aspects with respect to this what do you think well definitely this can be you know one of the ways uh, how they can pick up confidence uh, like for example join an acting course 
so then not only learn the acting and able to perform in a play or a movie uh, so this whole acting learning acting is like they have to use their body they have to use their mind they have to use their emotion all all, all of it together and also the way whole art space you know the works they have to be good in their language they have to understand at least some amount of stories or you know good writers and you know watch some interesting plays or read and so on so it exposes them to all these things that makes them become more confident and uh, improves their uh, self esteem uh, they are very comfortable with their body language they are comfortable with their voice so definitely you know doing an acting course helps them improve in lot of uh, you know other areas as well in terms of their personality to express themselves much better we are seeing a lot of us even uh, young students who kind of lack the confidence to speak in front of other people or even just express themselves what they like what they don't like you know they are able to improve on these areas by being part of this uh, you know course and the process there can be many other ways but definitely being part of a acting or a theater is one way to you know improve their uh, own uh, expression and ability to communicate freely and you know in a much better way uh, than what they can do before nice shobha maybe we could pick this up as a future conversation i was just thinking maybe another kind of a podcast perhaps dedicated to confidence and i like what you said in terms of using all three mind body and emotion which are fundamentally at the root of who we are and translate them into something that is very powerful and encourage a lot more people to get involved in activities like this alongside their daily jobs or any other activity that they may be doing one more question and again based on the conversation that we had was you know as somebody who has done it who has also stayed with cultural aspects such as literature dance theater or cinema throughout your corporate experience you mentioned that earlier in the conversation that that helped you how would you encourage people and especially women to keep these dimensions in order to bring about balance in whatever they do one is uh, having an interest and enthusiasm in these things and uh, finding time to to be in touch point with this uh, with their interests that comes to again how do we manage our time and how do we manage our energies rather uh, how can we you know probably do more in a day maybe by uh, having a right kind of food and right kind of exercise mindset and also delegation of the work so which gives us a lot of time you know to do what we want it's very important to uh, have some time for ourselves apart from uh, whatever role that we are doing as a professional as a as a mother as a wife so apart from all that we have to have find some space for ourselves to be connected to our interests our uh, aspirations it's not very easy when when you work uh, manage house manage children and then have a very demanding work but i think uh, one is definitely to improve our own energy and interest levels you know with various tools that are available maybe like meditation yoga and so on then how do we find you know time to still invest our time in what we like 
apart from the work that we are doing. I think it's very important to stay connected uh, to our cultural root, our spiritual root, uh, apart from what we are doing at all times. So that's when we can say we are living life with uh, full vibrancy or full colors. Otherwise, it would become pretty dull kind of a life with just few colors in front of us. Nicely put, Shobha. And I think it's a wonderful way to round off this conversation that we've had. I want to say a very big thank you to you for your time and sharing so many different thoughts with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chitra. It was really nice talking to you and it made me to think about my, go back to my corporate experience and, uh, you know, relook at uh, those moments that I enjoyed and the experience that I've gained. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chitra. We thank Siddharth for the music and Malavika for promoting the Software People stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.